Coming up this week on episode 22 of the Helly Years podcast, we are talking about X to the Z exhibit. We're going back 22 years to the year 2000, and we're going to talk about his classic album, Executive, produced by Dr. Dre. That's right, I'm talking about Restless. My bro, Maintain, joins me. We pick our top five exhibit songs, and we talk about strategies to combat restlessness. It's a great episode. Thank you so much for checking us out. This is episode 22 of the Hella Years Podcast. Let's go. This is the Hella Years Podcast. It's the Hella Years Podcast. Hip hop and wellness all together. It's time. Episode 22. Here we go. Mic check one, two, one, two again. Bro, we've been at this for 22 weeks already now. 22 of them, man. That's wild, bro. That's impressive, That's man. That's What's beautiful. up, everybody? What's up, Helly Years family? It's your boy, Zach Woodruff. My brother, Maintain, live in Sacramento. I'm live out here, just south of Portland, Oregon. You already know, we represent the West Coast. It's a beautiful thing. Hellyyears.com, hellyyearspodcast.com. That's the website. We got a little email newsletter on the bottom of any page. You just sign up, throw your email in, and we'll keep you updated every week on what's going on right here with the Hell Years family. What's up with you, brother? My Hell Years family maintain, man. How was your week? What's going on with you? Bro, it's been a good week, man. I'm enjoying myself. I'm enjoying life. I'm feeling myself. You know, you stop and say 22 years of making a real life change. You feel me? As I pour this water and I ain't looking at the camera. But that's a beautiful thing, man. We've been pushing at it. You know, this is a culmination of hella years of friendship and brotherhood and music. So thank y'all. You already know. And speaking of 22 years, 22 years ago, in the year 2000, Mr. X to the Z exhibit dropped this Restless album. And we're going to talk about it tonight. We're real excited about that. It's a fantastic album. Executive produced by Dr. Dre. And we got a lot to talk about. Before we get to that album, though, we got to talk about some of the homies who've been reaching out. My man John out there in the Bay Area. We chat almost every week about these podcasts. I appreciate you, bro. And he was telling me, man, that Front to Back is one of his slaps off that Restless album. So we're excited to talk about that Front to Back. Just how them hydraulics hit right away on that. Instantly, bro. That's a great record. Instantly, man. Rockwild on the production on that one. Excited to talk a little bit about Front to Back. And he, he actually told me, too, one of the illest concerts he had ever been to was an exhibit concert, but it was the Anger Management Tour. And I think it was okay. Limp Biscuit and Papa Roach and Eminem and X to the Z. I was like, damn, right. that's a good-ass show. And it made me think about one of the illest concerts I've ever seen. Exhibit was a part of. It was the Up and Smoke Tour. And it was right. X to the Z and Eminem and Dre and Snoop yeah, and West Side I Connection. I went to that as well, so I Fuck, feel you. That was definitely... ridiculous. Uh, I got to say what's up. another show I'll tell you about, too. Oh, we'll hold that one. We'll get to that in a second. Gotta say what's up to my homies Rochelle and Ed because they were talking about uh, that record, Get Your Walk On. And that first line, I could drink a whole Hennessy fifth. So I actually brought uh, out a whole fifth of Hennessy for the episode. I will not drink this something. entire fifth. There is no way I'm drinking this. I will take That's a wild. shot, though, one time for my homies. Yeah. You know your boy Zach's still off that yak, man. That's how I used to do it. Heineken in one hand and some yak in the other. Uh, gotta say what's up to my big homie Al Sneed. I'm gonna tell a story a little bit later about how he brought Exhibit through to the radio station in Sacramento. We had a great time. He always looked out for me. That's the big homie. One love, Al Sneed, you already know. And then uh, shout out to my homeboy Kid, you know, 594. So all month long, check this out, Maintain. He right. has been putting up posts, so he's big into, into shoes, and he's got an Instagram webpage, uh, 594 Kicks, and he's always showing the illest shit, and all month long, he's been putting, like, uh, Air Jordan 1s up every day, just and people ones, are voting bro? on. Yeah, just 1s, whether it's 2 or 3 of them, different 1s, and we all vote on them and pick our favorites and shit. That's so. hard, and he ain't repeating nothing the whole month. Nothing, and some drop, of the illest drop, shoes drop. I've never seen, bro. These 1s are yeah. like... Send me that, bro. I'm gonna have to get you down. And we, me and Maintain, were talking earlier this week, man. We got some big goals with Hella Years. One of those goals, since I'm out here in the Pacific Northwest and Nike's just a hop, skip, and a jump away, 
Maybe one day we get a hell of years, Jordan. Maybe a three or four or a one. I don't know. I'll that figure might... out a way to customize one and it'll still be a real ass Jordan with our real ass logos on it. Don't play with me. That I shit do. will be fresh, man. Who you got to say what's up to, brother? Oh, man. I'm going to shout out my partner, Mark, my partner, Dakota. They've been tuning in for me every week. A few of my homegirls been tapping in as well. But really, everyone tapping in, man, no matter how you learned about the show, how you came across Hello Years, I appreciate all y'all. Stay locked in with us. You already know. Now, September 7th is a big day. It's uh, about two weeks away. And we're going to be going live every Wednesday night. My brother Maintain coming up here because that Thursday, after that Wednesday, we're going out to Edgefield McMinimins to check out Ziggy Marley. So we're excited about that. It's going to be fantastic. But September 7th, Wednesday night, 8 p.m. on YouTube. We're going live, just like we used to do on the radio. Turn the mics on, see what happens I'm pretty excited about that, man. Cause I feel like we're working hey, all the like all the kinks and all the bugs out right now. You should have seen all the shit we had to do tonight, even just to hey, get all this working. Bring that up. <laughs> but we, we Talk to me about that, like, man. <laughs> come on, bro. We figured out levels beyond any other video streaming conversation that we've had together. We must have reset our computers about three times. <laughs> Zach wouldn't pull out the Ethernet cable. I've been talking about buying one for two weeks. You feel me? All the things, right? So, bro was like, hey, what browser are you using? And I told him, I ain't going to disrespect. So, he told me, I was like, but you need to be on this one. So, we really switched over to Chrome, and it instantly changed lives. So, if you ever read instructions and they tell you to do something as far as browsers, yep. you might want to just do that. They said that on the on the little Ecamm heads up when you're when you're bringing in homies on on the internet you need to do it on chrome so here we go so we're figuring it out it's exciting we're excited you're excited hell of years man we're having a, a hell of a lot of fun that didn't sound right for surely <laughs> for, surely, for surely man this so is some of the funnest time absolutely coming up we're going to talk about this album restless we're going back 22 years just under 22 years because it dropped uh, towards the end of the year in December. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to have a lot of fun. I may sip a little bit more Hennessy. Probably not. I'll do one more little sip while while we get ready. Just, you know I'm going to go grab some tequila just since we in the moment. You feel me? Always Why been not? a tequila and, and, and some Yak fan. I'll be right back out of that. You already know. And, you know, honestly, speaking of tequila, um, last weekend I was down in Shasta with my family, my mom, my sister, and her family. And my mom was like, you know what would be nice right now? Some margaritas. It was hot outside. I ran to the liquor store with the wifey. We got some of that margarita mix and some Jose Cuervo. Got a bag of ice. Came back to the house, blended that shit up. Man, I forgot how delicious margaritas are, man. Margaritas are the shit, bro. Blended on the rocks, all of them. That's a good constant go-to of him in public. Like, what you want? Just give me that. I know what it's going to do to me. I know what it's going to taste like. I know all that. It was fantastic, man. Don't move nothing. X to the Z exhibit. Restless coming up right here. Hell of Years podcast. Hip-hop and wellness. wellness. It's the Hell of Years podcast. All right. So we're going to go into it right now. We're going back 22 years. It's funny. This episode 22. We've been doing this 22 weeks. And, uh. It was an exciting year, right? Y'all remember the excitement about the year 2000? And For sure. X to the Z had a couple of albums out already, right? At the Speed of Life, 40 Days, 40 Nights, you know, Liquid Crew. Like, it, are you off that right there? I see it. I see what you're on. Ca- Casamigos little, tequila? Little Casamigos one time. Yeah, Why not? I mean, that never hurt nobody. So... Exhibit is on that Up and Smoke tour. You know, Exhibit was on that Dr. Dre 2001 on that What's the Difference shit. He's the first voice you hear on the intro. You know what I'm saying? So Exhibit had a big buzz going on, right? He was signed to Loud Records. He was running, bro. I don't know the full story. I know there was some kind of, not like beef with Steve Rifkin, who was the head of Loud, but there were some issues that Exhibit, who had been on tour with Dre, was like, hey, man, I'm trying to fuck with you. And then somehow, some way, Dre kind of sets the terms of what he wants. And they pull it together. And Dr. They get Dre's it like, I'm going to executive produce this album for you. Right? I'm going I'm to get 
everybody that's anybody. We're going to put them all on this project and we're going to make you something out of this world. Now, remember, Exhibit had already, you know, he'd been doing his thing for a few years. He had some hits. Underground we'll talk about that. Show, bro. Yeah, we'll talk about that in our top five because we got a few records from those first couple of albums. Um, but when it's time for Re Restless and Dr. Dre says, hey, let's get everybody on this. They come through, right? I, I got the list of features right here. I want to read them to you. So, you know, we got Dr. Dre on there. You got Eminem, Nate Dogg. DJ Quick, Sugar Free, Snoop Dogg, Eric Sermon, KRS-One, Defari, Goldie Loke and Trey D, that's the Eastsiders right there, Cocaine, J-Row and Tash from the Alcoholics, and more, right? That's who Exhibit gathered for this album, right? Production, right? You got Dr. Dre, Battle Cat, Quick, Eminem, my big homie, Rick Rock, which we're going to talk about in a little bit as well. Eric Sermon, Rock Wilder on that front to back, Scott Storch, Superfly, and more. Like, maintain. Do you hear all those names, all those producers, all those features? Like, you can't lose. You holy can't lose. shit. <laughs> can't lose. And those people are already around supporting him. It's just Dre doing what Dre does. Yep. It's going to come out a certain way. You know, Dre don't miss, but the artists he brings you to the table don't miss either. You know yep. what I mean? So it drops on Amanda. December 12th, 2000. Uh, debuts at number 14 on Billboard. I think it sells like a quarter million. Ultimately, it is certified platinum, so it sells over a million copies. It's Exhibit's biggest album of his career, right? The first single was called X, and it's Dr. Dre and um, Mailman and Scott Storch on the production. And the video was sick, uh, had cameos from everybody, you know, uh, Snoop, Dre, just a whole list of, of features showing up in the video for the visuals. And I feel like that first song did everything that it needed to. What was your take on X uh, when you first heard that, Maintain? That's one of my favorite records by him, for sure. Because, you know, I followed Exhibit the whole time. You know, when, I, when he caught my ears, I was running with it. You know, he's liquid crew, so he comes through behind or next to the alcoholics and et cetera. But an X just sound like when an artist like kills it in the underground and then you go to the next level, your records are supposed to sound like that. And that's exactly what X did. It's just big. And it's Absolutely. his name, it's simple. You know what I mean? And you know, we've talked about this a lot on the last few episodes when you have a record that within the first couple of seconds, you can tell it's something special. You know, last week when we gave it up, for Yuckmouth and Numbskull, you already know the loonies that five on it, right? Right when it drops, you're there. You Instant. know, a couple of episodes ago, we talked about Goody Mob with Cell Therapy. That don't, that don't, don't, don't. When you when you can just hit right away with something that's like, oh shit, I love how that sounds. You know, here it comes. That's all you need, and you're like, I'm in for something special. So he Absolutely. drops that single on November 28th, right right around Thanksgiving of 2000. Um, album's coming out in a couple of weeks. And the buzz on the exhibit is ridiculous. And I got my stack of exhibit CDs right here. You know, I'm not messing around. You can see some of the old ones, though. Look at that, man. Look at that. Signed at the speed of life. speed Bam. of life. That's raw. But this is the one I want to talk about right here in my hands. Restless. You look at the back, you see executive producer, Dr. Dre. And you even see the ink that X to the Z has on the top of his neck, say Restless. Um, I'm just looking at this album and I'm thinking about what the time was like. Because I was at the bomb now for about two years, right? And this this back when me and Maintain first start fucking with each other. And, and right. putting five on the sack and getting stoned and listening to music. And I'm hearing his music and we're just vibing and having a good time. And X to the Z delivers this album. Uh, I was so happy with it. I remember being so excited to listen to it. And then I just, even the visuals, even the photography, you know, the color scheme, it looked like it was supposed to. And it felt like this guy is about to fucking blow. Now, he was underground, right? And, and was known uh, throughout the West Coast and throughout hip hop. As, as a dope right. MC. Um, I mean, he's signed you know, to an East Coast label. You know absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. Just being on Loud he's Records, wanna, right? Come on. 
X went through some shit being the only West Coast artist over there, or one of the few West Coast artists over there. You know what I mean? And and I know, and and I wish I knew more about this, and I should have done a little more research. Um, being that Exhibit is down with Liquid Crew, right? Down with the the Alcoholics, um, East Whip, J. Row, and Tash, and you know he fucked with Tafari, and it's just that Liquid fam, and getting the that was the underground now. scene to L.A., bro. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they got two sides. You feel me? As far as like you have an industry and you yeah. have an underground. You feel me? Then you have two different types of underground, like anywhere else. And but exhibit comes and thing. he bridges the underground with the mainstream by getting with Dr. Dre and getting the cosign. Get it perfectly him. on this album, bro. You know what I mean? Like th- th- this album, this this hasn't happened often, where you have somebody that that has that underground success and that buzz, but then gets with Dr. Dre, like you know. I, I will argue Snoop didn't do that. Eminem didn't do that. I mean, Eminem was a battle rapper and this and that, but Exhibit had already had a career jumping off. He didn't need Dre to catapult him. Um, nah, bro. He was relevant as fuck. Relevant as fuck. It, was, it wasn't like this new artist. It was an established artist, and everybody's like, we know what that's going to do, and then it delivered. You know what I mean? It was the yeah. perfect alley-oop, and he slammed all over it, man. So it's a West Coast classic album for sure. When you play it, it just feels like, wow. Yeah, so I I took a long walk today. I actually had training this morning at the hospital. It was like some karate, jujitsu, like hands-on, hands-off, like how to de-escalate stuff. Yeah, that was cool. But then I get home and it's like one o'clock and I'm like, I got to go take a walk and just listen to this Restless one more time. And I listened in the car a couple of times back and forth to work this week. But today on my walk, and it was hot as fuck outside too, um... I was like, I'm I'm just going to zone out front to back. Funny that the first song on the album is front to back, too. Um, God damn, it's so good from the front to the back. And we'll start, let's talk a little bit about that record and The Rock Wilder. And that beat. Um, you got to play a snippet of it. I, I got to. I have to do it. So you talk to me about that while I pull it up, man. Front to back, what were your impressions of it the first time you heard it? It felt like that... Uh... That one with Redman and uh and Method Man, that blackout. Like just Rottweiler does something and when yeah. you hear them them instruments, how he strings them together, he's another yeah. one of those producers. You're gonna catch it in that first two to five seconds for show. He got you in there. Alright, here you go. Yeah. I mean, come got on. The Lolo man. in there, bro. Come on, you can't beat that. Who just is like, hey, let's record just the hydraulic sounds of a Lolo jumping up and down, like Top quality too. That shit is so sick to me, dude. Watch how you hit him with the first bar. Oh no! Oh no! Come on, man. Running your mouth, let's go. Come on, he was not playing, bro. And you know what's funny to me, and we talk a little bit about production and and the Rock Wilder. Um, Right. Obviously, you just you know hit us with the reference to the Meth and Red which they actually named the Rock Wilder because the beat was so hard. And right. for a producer who was so creative and so unique and, and brought like such a different sound, I'm surprised that, you know, I know he's got a, a fairly deep catalog, but I'm surprised there weren't more Rock Wilder smashes, you know? I mean, like Timberland's got countless No, I, uh, I, I agree with you 100%. Um, but Rock Wilder... Like he has that creative, different take on on hip hop, and yet you know, other than like front to back and the Rock Wilder, like I can't really name a shit ton. But man, those records right there were just incredible, incredible production on, on both of those songs right there. So after front to back, as I'm looking at the back of this CD right here, right, he's got that uh, been a long time with Nate Dog. Rest in peace, Nate Dog. You got to have Nate Dog on a West Coast album. And I, I thought that you they did that. that fantastically. You know, do you remember right. that record? Come on, hundred percent, bro. This is really one of my albums, bro. You know, when I want to go dig back into Exhibit or catch some yeah. Exhibit MG, I'm going to Restless every time. Play that from start to back. Yeah, front to back. You already know. Then he hits with that one record that Dr. Dre raps on that uh, you know, which is fantastic. Um, you know, then the X, the big single. Uh, and remember, Front to Back was actually the second single on the album. 
And this is what's right. interesting. I was looking at the release dates because I remember this shit because we were playing them at the bomb. It was like X comes out and then almost immediately they dropped front to back. And then a, like a month later, they dropped the third single. And it was like, bam, bam, bam. And you don't really see that often. Uh, you, for the most part, people will drop a single and try to ride it for a couple of months and they'll work that record. Right. That's how just historically it's always been, right? You just put all your energy into this one record for a while. But X had like three singles out that we were playing in our mix shows was and working. radio all at the same time. Right. Um, I love that they had that, call it what you want to call it, I'm a fucking, I'm a fucking alcoholic. alcoholic. Right? Great record Crazy right record. there with the licks on there and Eric Sermon. And then you got the uh, Kenny Parker show with KRS-One. And that's some hip-hop right there. And I think right. X to the Z wanted to, to flex a little bit. Like, I'm hip-hop. I'm not just this L.A. West Coast rapper. Like, I fuck Bro, he, went, he had to go pay dues over there, bro. Like, it's not easy. You know? Not, not in that era of when he was doing it. You know yeah. what I mean? It yeah. wasn't even that it was beef. It was still not easy to go over there and just get in. You know what I mean? It's historically proven it's nothing new. It's a battleground over there. Absolutely. So when KRS won on your record, that's certified MC shit. They Absolutely. know he's a gangster. So after this KRS one record comes the record that I'm excited to talk a little bit about. It's called Drugs and Alcohol. Yes. They featured Snoop Dogg. And my friend, my homie, you know him. Right. Good dude. Solid dude. Fucking probably my favorite producer of all time. Right. Rick Rock does the track on it. And what's funny is like at the time Snoop was on No Limit. And when we do a Snoop episode later in the season, I'll talk a little bit more about this story and how like what Snoop did on that record, Drugs and Alcohol, it sounded like right. Snoop was was energized again. And there was another record yeah. out at the time that Rick also did the beat on on uh, the Dynasty album with Jay-Z. It was called Get Your Mind Right. And Snoop was on that record as well. And that was a Rick Rock beat. And this was No Limit era Snoop, but this didn't sound like No Limit Snoop. This was Snoop on mm. his fucking G sound shit. like Snoop and Rick Rock. It sounded like Snoop and Rick Rock, right? And they have I a special was, chemistry. I was excited to to remember the moments that we connected those um, those pathways. Uh, but this drugs and alcohol is dope. And you hear it right away when Snoop is doing his ad-libs. Like, the first shit he says is, oh, this shit funky. Like, it had a different feel. Whereas the, right. the first seven songs... Hip hop, Dr. Dre, West Coast, dope shit, and then this drugs and alcohol comes on. It's like dun dun and just the 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 beat and the pattern and how it rode was something different. Right. And X and Snoop fucking murdered this song, and I fucking loved it. Do you remember that record, Maintain? Hell yeah, bro. The crazy hook, the way they they flip their flows on that, bro. The beat, it's just music is a feeling, man. So sometimes you really can't put it in words. You gotta go experience it, but. My word is real love. I recommend some music. And that record does something bananas. Absolutely. So dope record after that, Double Time. And then there was the the one that Eminem produced. And it was called uh, Don't Approach Me. Don't Approach Me. Uh, I don't know you. That you is an MB. That's an MB. No. And that was like the and M sound at the time. Records. Yeah, right. I think that was a great record to have on here. You got the rims and tires and the fucking you right, best of things. And then it comes to the third single which I, I wanted to talk about a little bit because I thought that was a great record. It was called Get Your Walk On. And I think right. the first line, which the homies Ed and Rochelle separately hit me up on Facebook and were like, I could drink a whole Hennessy fifth. So mm. call it a problem, but I call it a gift. Call it a gift. There is no fucking way I'm drinking this whole thing. I'm just saying. Bro. Exhibit, make the whole continent shift. <laughs> we <would just> <laughs> hey, yo, real talk though on this quick pause. My daughter's about to uh, go out of town, right? Okay. So she wants to walk in and give her father a hug real quick. So at any moment, she might just ping, ping, you feel me? But we hey, it's all good. Live. Yeah, it's real life, it's, man. Right, it's real life. It's real life, man. You off that tequila? I'm off that yet? You know, we give yeah, love okay. to the family. It's a good thing. Uh, a couple records finish out the album after Get Your Walk On. That Sorry I'm Away So Much, which I, I forgot that Quick and Sugar Free were on that record and that Quick did the production. Mm -hmm. um, what a dope record. Um, Exhibit's great at that at talking yeah. to his family remember Foundation when yeah. he was talking to his son he, we'll, we'll talk about yeah. that record in a little bit Ooh. Uh, so the thing about when this album came out in the year 2000 and I know the youngsters listening have a hard time like wrapping their head around this because there's even a line on that song where X is like $5,000 phone bills and shit 
Um, right. But like keeping in touch with people was not as easy as it is right now. Like you couldn't do like what we do right right here with this podcast and this video podcast right. or like FaceTime or text messages or like email was still kind of fucking new. Like not everybody even had email in the year. Bro, it was two way pagers, man. Remember you know them? what I'm saying? I remember with two way pagers, dude. I got my fucking on, time for it. Yeah. I thought I was so goddamn cool. Um, on, we was up to date than a motherfucker we had. But a record like Sorry I'm Away So Much, when when you hear, you know, that, that perspective of a father, of an entertainer who's traveling the world and is not able to be there, and you think about that, um, you know, we're lucky that technology allows us to connect in ways that we weren't able to um, even 22 years ago. Now, yes, um, it's not quite the same as an in-person hug, like you about to get a hug from your daughter. This last weekend when I was in Shasta and I got to hug my mom, felt right. so fucking wonderful just to hold my mom and give her love, right? Yeah. But you don't feel as disconnected call. as we used to. Um, Not at all. And I was reminded of that when I was listening to this record. And I love what, what Quick and Sugar Free do at the end of the record. Uh, and then it finishes out with a record called Loud and Clear uh, with Butch Cassidy and Defari and King T on here. Shout out King T, too. Um, Legend. What? What an album, though, dude. Restless, executive produced by Dr. Dre, almost 22 years, exhibits biggest and most successful album to date. And I just, I thoroughly enjoyed revisiting it this week. Bro. And I don't know. It's just something special about it. Like you said, man, it's one of those ones you can just go back to and play it front to back and really enjoy it. I'm pretty sure that album took him to Pimp My Ride. I'm pretty sure that was a project that landed him into the next stage of his career. You know what I mean? Exhibit's dope. You know, yes. Exhibit got a weed company too. It's, it's got some Does dope he? shit. Yeah, it's called Napalm. Oh, that makes sense. Show. Yeah. I like that. Right. Uh, you know, one of the Check things that I really like that we're able to do here on the Hell of Years podcast is just talk about these albums and these artists and kind of honor them and honor their work and their art and share it with people. You know, maybe you haven't spent a lot of time with Exhibit. Or maybe you know that X record. Uh, or you, you remember hearing the hydraulics on front to back. But I think there's something different about listening to an album from front to back and just spending time with that artist and, and the work that they gave you at that point in time. And I don't think you can always just get that from just a single. You know, if you just listen to a song, you get a snapshot. But there's something different about listening to an album. And X even references that on the album, how he's, he was talking about, like, you might have a dope single. You might have something dope on 12-inch, but, like, can you do a whole album? And I really think he delivered a fucking classic-ass album. You know, I was looking at some of the, the Metacritic reviews, and it's like a 8 out of 10-ish. And I put it up there. Eight, eight and a half. Damn near a nine, man. This is a fucking for sure. fantastic he album. Did. He gets more than eight and a half for that for that piece of work right there. You give it a nine? Yeah. You give it a nine? For surely. I can give him a nine all day on that one, bro. All day. Nine out of ten yeah. right there. X to the Z exhibit. We're actually going to talk a little bit about restlessness in just a moment. Uh, I got a couple cool things uh, I want to bring up. Uh, we'll wait and find out if Maintain gets his hug from his daughter. And we'll right. Just, we'll keep My it daughter moving right her here. Own page. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> Good music. Healthy soul. It's the Hella Years Podcast. Yeah, man, we're having a good time tonight. Again, September 7th, we're going live on YouTube. Can't wait for y'all to be a part of it. And you can drop live comments and shit. Um, we'll see how it goes. I'm going to have to try to keep track of all that. It's not going to be easy, but we're getting better and better with each week. You know, I'm, I'm making notes. If you see on the little camera, I got a little outline and shit. So I'm over here bouncing back and forth from the camera, just checking that focus. They don't understand what it looked like earlier. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bro, it was it was looking That's real bad. Wild, bro. We was looking and like the year 2000, did. bro. It looked like 22 years ago, it. man. I was it making a joke did. like the internet seemed like dial it was up. like on some dial-up shit. Do you do y'all remember that shit when the modem when it was like your your friend had bro, AOL? Bro. Rest in peace, my brother Sean Lamaki, man. He had AOL. My my partner Mario had the internet, and I remember you had to dial in. Right on your phone right. line. So first, everybody had to make sure anybody needs to use the phone real quick because I'm about to get on the internet, right? And the motor made that sound that for how long? And then you were on the internet. I remember this one night, bro. Me and my homie Mario, we stayed up all night just downloading Tupac pictures. 
<laughs> we were excited just because we could we could look up Tupac, right? And like a, a picture would load, oh, and it would like like it'd be like an inch hey, at a time. I love ding, it. Ding, 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 ding. Look at that! Right, look at that love That's right it. there. Y'all don't need nothing. All right. All right let's Let me know get there, Lee. Okay. Oh. Where are they off to? It's uh. It's her boyfriend's uh, birthday on like okay. Thursday. He turned him like twenty one, so he's oh, from uh, yeah, he's like from Oklahoma. So they're gonna fly out there and hang out with his people for a few. That'll be good, man. That's fantastic. Well, I hope they travel safely and have a good trip. Um, I completely forgot what I was talking about right there. It was like last week, and you was like, I was saying something about someone about something. Hey, bro, no. <laughs> I wasn't saying something about someone about something. We was having a whole thing, and the shit just cut off, and the song was playing, bro. Oh, man. I was, I was, I was like, that was that browser shit. I'm telling yep. you. That's yeah, I mean, I know we was just talking about the dial-up shit, but either way, right. man, it's looking and sounding a lot better. So I got my notes here. The album is called Restless, so I was like, okay, wellness. What are we going to talk about? And I was like, restless, restlessness. That's something that a lot of people deal with in a oh. lot of different ways, right? And we even talked about the anxiety of uh, scary yeah. movies and shit last week and fuck scary movies. But like that feeling of restlessness, that feeling of, of unease, that feeling of, of uh, anxiety, anxiety, right? That is a very common feeling that people experience all the time. In many different ways. I was I was writing some notes, right? You can have in your mind when you can't fall asleep because you're thinking about too much shit, right? Or even like you it got restless leg syndrome, RLS. And I treat people at the hospital for this all the time where like their legs won't fucking just relax and chill. And it is horrible and you can't fucking fall asleep. Or my son, when we were riding back from Shasta, he was getting real restless in the car. He was really fucking not feeling being in the car and it was giving him a lot of um anxiety he's like fuck i just i gotta get out of the car um you know there's just so many ways that this can manifest in in these feelings and i think first it's okay to acknowledge that there are times and uh there are moments that we all experience this and there are tools and strategies that you can use to work through those feelings of restlessness so i wrote a few of them down one of the main ones that I've learned and that I try oftentimes with patients in the hospital is just distraction, right? Because if you're focused on one thing, you're focused on this feeling. Oftentimes if we just, Hey, let's just focus on breathing. Let's distract you into not thinking about that. And right now just breathe with me. And that's one of those techniques that even though it sounds so simple, just to be like, Hey, just breathe with me real quick. Let's just take 10 right. deep breaths in and out. I'm not going to do all 10, but you, 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 you get the point. Um, I feel you. That right there can interrupt your thought process and be like, okay, wait a minute. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm not as anxious as I thought I was. Um, distraction is a big thing. So if you know you experience restlessness in, in many different ways or at times, find things uh, that can interrupt those thoughts, whatever it is. Uh, and, and there's lots of different strategies, but breathing is one that you can do. Uh, another thing that we can do is change our environment. So like for my son, when we were just talking about, you know, he was restless in the car. Uh, something that you can do is just get out of the car or stop and take a break. Stretch your legs, move around a little bit, change the scenery, breathe in some fresh air, drink some water, whatever it might be. But changing your environment can do a lot. And this happens a lot of times, and I don't know how well you fall asleep, Maintain. And maybe you can touch on this and talk about this a little bit. But there are times where people just cannot fall asleep and they're, they're restless, whether it's their legs or their mind or whatever it is, they struggle in some ways to fall asleep. Do you, does that ever happen to you? Do you ever have any issues with that? I have moments. You feel me? I think it's definitely very natural when you're... Um... You're a person that's already mindful of your environment anyway. So you get to laying in that bed in the dark. You might not fall asleep like you want to. How do I combat that? 
just tell myself to go to sleep half the time. <laughs> or you got <laughs> you got to change your environment. You might need to get up and I go on too. a walk real quick. But, you feel but me? it doesn't even have to be physical. You could change the environment right. in your mind, your thoughts, right? Like focus on like we we're talking about distraction. Think about something else. Think about sleep. Like you, you know, you've been told you know count sheep jumping over the fence. Whatever it is, that's a real thing because it's count a focus backwards. Thing. It's focus on something else. Um, I think that's it's very important to know we're in control of our thoughts. And you're like, I can't stop thinking about these things. Well, choose what you want to think about then. Now, I've been reading a few articles on this lately that if you can't fall asleep, rather than fighting going to sleep, get up and go do some other shit. You know, get up, uh, read a book. That always makes me tired. I fucking hate reading. I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I don't read very much. I I tried. I got like five books stacked on my nightstand. They're all like, I haven't really read any of them. Uh, I got a lot of good knowledge. That should have put me to sleep. But get up. Go do something else. Um, I'm not saying necessarily go exercise, which is about to be. But a walk is real, though. But maybe just a little stroll. Go outside and just breathe some night air. Look up at the stars. Um, Do something else to occupy your mind until you feel like, okay, now it's time to go to sleep. Rather than just sitting there tossing and turning. That shit ain't no fun. It's fucking terrible when you can't fall asleep and you really want to, especially if you got to wake Hell up, you got some work, right? You got some shit happening yeah. in the morning. Yeah. You're like, God damn. Like you know you need to go to sleep, but yeah, you ain't you, going because you, you're thinking uh, about it. That's That restlessness is a terrible feeling right there, right? Uh, if it's happening yeah. to you during the daytime, and we've talked about this nearly every week, and you see me posting on Instagram all the time about this, and I know a lot of physicians and clinicians who the first thing they prescribe is exercise and getting out and get moving. Um, just walking it off, just doing a little something to use your body takes up some of that energy. You guys got to remember, you got like this much energy every day. And if you still have a bunch left and you didn't expend it or expand it, expend, did I say that right? If you didn't use that shit up, sometimes you got to use that shit up. And if you got a whole lot left in the tank and your mind is like, oh man, I got so many things I want to think about. Uh, you're going to be restless. So getting moving uh, is a way to clear your head, use some of that energy. Uh, Something else that maybe y'all don't want to hear, but if you eat like shit and you drink like shit, (laughs) you're going to sleep like shit. (laughs) You might be restless. So like if I I drink a whole Hennessy fifth, (laughs) you're not going to sleep good. That's going to be a really terrible night of rest. I'm going to be real restless. Um, so nutrition has a big thing to do with it, right? Drinking some water, (laughs) making sure you're on your fruits and vegetables and that kind of shit. If you put shit in the tank, you're going to feel like ass. You're going to be restless. So good nutrition is something that you're definitely going to get prescribed for most clinicians. If you, uh, are having some issues with being restless a lot. Um, there's two other things I wanted to bring up. One can be medication. So I don't necessarily like to just go straight to medications for anything. If there are other strategies and other things that we can do that don't require us to medicate with chemistry, great. You know, if you can exercise or eat your way into better health, which you can, um, you should do those things. But at the same time, if um, you have some chemical imbalances or some hormonal imbalances or just some shit jumping off inside your head, sometimes there is better living through chemistry and through science. And there are different medications that may help you with those uh, anxiety attacks. There are different medications that help with the restless legs or with your your sleep. So if you do struggle with those uh, areas, it's not a bad idea to talk to somebody and to talk to your doctor. And that was the last thing that I was going to suggest, that even just talking about those feelings um, can be very therapeutic for people, acknowledging that. Saying, hey, this is how I'm feeling. I'm very restless right now. I'm having a lot of anxiety for these different reasons, whatever it might be. Verbalizing that and putting that out into the air and putting that out into the universe um, is the first step into like moving past that and finding ways and, and strategies to improve those feelings. So even just talking to a therapist can really help if you struggle with restlessness of any kind. So I know that was kind of a lot of different things. I was just writing some notes down on strategies that we use. And again, hella years. I've been working as a nurse for hella years. Uh, I graduated nursing school back in 2012. So that's over 10 years now. And I've helped thousands of people in all kinds of different areas. 
but that's a common thing that a lot of people experience, you know, anxiety and just uh, feeling restless in, in different ways. Um, and it's a shitty feeling. You know, I want people to feel good. And there are ways and there are strategies that you can employ to move past that. All right. So that's kind of my wellness topic. Anything else you want to add on that, Maintain? Nah, you said that real good, bro. You gave it the the uh, point of view from going to school and learning it and experiencing it. So I'm not going to say nothing else that I ain't said already. <laughs> All right. I can dig it. So we got to get back to the 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 man of the night, X to the Z exhibit. Coming up in just a moment, we're going to pick our top five exhibit songs. Don't move nothing. Good music. Healthy soul. It's the Hella Years Podcast. All right, maintain. You ready to do this, bro? I'm going to try not to fuck up our, our order. I know we got a couple of the same ones, so maybe that'll help me out. I was lightweight embarrassed last last week that I couldn't keep track of five fucking songs. Like, God damn, that's, <laughs> had that shit written out, had that shit oh, on the phone. But look, look what I did. I put it on the iPad. Bam. Oh, we so, was talking about that, wasn't we? I'm prepared. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So your number five song to kick off this little countdown. Talk to me about three car Molly, bro. Oh, great, great record for hip hop at the moment, you know. That's like his crew. So we got Razkaz on there. We got um, Safir, you feel me? They were supposed to do a project off of this record. I know, I thought they were gonna do a project. That's like Hobo Junction shit, you feel me? You know what I gotta tell you, bro? I gotta tell you this, so look. When I first met Filet, he was working at the bomb. And he was doing a mix show on Saturday nights. I love Filet for this. He didn't give a fuck. He was like, hey, man, bring some records. Come up here and get down, right? He probably shouldn't have done that. But he did. (laughs) And one of the records that I played the first time I ever did anything at a radio station was Three Card Molly. And bro, I he told you to pull like, up with records, and that's what you did? I brought that's that dope, one up. Bro. I brought a bag of like that's 10 hard. records. He let me mix for like 20 minutes, and I played three car Molly, and then I came out with the instrumental, and he talked over it. And I just was like, ah, I know this is one of them ones. And I, did, I hadn't thought about that until right now when uh, I pulled that song up, three car that's Molly. That's dope, bro. Yeah. So that's your number five. Good pick, man. Good. Way to start that off. That's off the 40 yeah, Days yeah. and 40 Nights album. My first pick uh, is off of Exhibit's fourth album, Man vs. Machine, and it features Eminem and Nate Dogg. And I feel like this record right here was fucking fire, right? Um, It's called My Name. And M and X to the Z clear the air on a few things right here. Even go at Jermaine Dupri on this record right here. Um, But it's called My Name. Eminem, I believe, on the production. Nate Dogg on the hook. It definitely sounds like an MV. Right? And they just go fucking ferocious on this. Like, we can even listen to the first Eminem line. Come on, man. So, I'm going to kick my number five off with my right. name. X to the Z featuring Eminem and Nate Dogg. Now, we're going to go to number four. And your number four is a great record. And before we play it, um, the feelings of this record and what it must be like on your release date when you've been incarcerated for any length of time, right? Especially if you've been down for some years, right? If you got some time being down and it's finally the day that you get to go home, what must that feel like? I don't know. I don't know either, bro. I've been blessed on that one. I wouldn't care if it was two days. I'm going to feel just how this song feel. But I got to go to jail, come home, bro. This shit go crazy. I think about some of our brothers and some of our loved ones who spent a lot of time sitting down. Right. I'm not condoning some of the actions that people do. I realize there has to be a system of accountability and punishment I'm acknowledging I'm all that tired. right but sometimes I don't know sometimes I don't know if the sentences ne- necessarily match the crime or what had 
transpired. Not, not at all. You know what I'm saying? It. Yeah, I like how you said that. So thinking about men who and women as well, but you know, it's mostly men who've spent years and decades behind gates. What that must be like, and how terrifying and the trauma that they go through. Why they're locked up. And what that must be like on release day. So this record is called Release Day. Also off of X to the Z Exhibit's fourth album, Man vs. Machine. You know, I think this is a good a good opportunity for us just to talk about Exhibit as like a storyteller and as a, a, a painter when he can paint a picture. And I think this release date, um, he fucking murdered that song. Expand on yes, that a sir. little bit, maintain. Like you said, it's a storytelling. X gives you one of those on like every project. You go back to the first one. Sometimes they're funny. Sometimes they're serious. But this one really felt like he was physically walking out. You know what I mean? He walks you through the moment of physically walking down that that last few steps to get out of there all the way to the end. Like how he ends the record, because after all that, you just want to go to the studio, right? Right. What that feeling must be like for so many that, you know, the first thing that they're going to do. Actually, I want to share this little story. So um, we often take care of, of inmates obviously in healthcare, right. you know, um, sometimes they got to be in the hospital and I was taking care of somebody one time who had been down for 15 and he had shared with me that he was about to come home and he was excited. And I asked him what he was most excited for, you know, maybe for some it's going to the studio, maybe it's hugging your mom or whatever, bro. Do you want to know what his answer was? What he was no, most excited to do. And this one, I if you gave me a thousand guesses, I wouldn't guess this one. Go. He was excited to go swimming. What? That's hard. And bro. I was like, what the fuck are you, what do you mean? And he's like, feel me, bro. I haven't been in water in 15 years. Like, submerged like in water. Like, in the water. I mean, you take your little shower in the line and whatever, but I haven't been... I haven't been in water for 15 years. I can't fucking wait to go swimming. And I was like, God damn. The shit we take for granted. I could just go hop in my spot right, right now. Outside of this fucking man cave. I got a nice ass spot. I go jump in right now. Right. This man could not do that for 15 years. Interesting though, right? Was, All right. We'll keep it going. So you your don't four, take shit for granted. Let's right? Go. Your four is release date. My four is a Snoop Dogg song. Although to me, it's an X to the Z exhibit song. Trying to bring your ass I mean, it's the X to the Z exhibit. So I feel like this song right here was the return of the Snoop Dogg that we all love. And I want to make this very clear. I'm not hating on No Limit Snoop Dogg, right? Because that album is on No Limit, right? Top Dog. But after Snoop, you know, Master P came and got him out of that death row situation. And one love to Master P for doing that. And Snoop will always pay the utmost respect and, and speak highly on Master P for what he did. Um, right. But just the beats and the and the the, the feel and the vibe, it, it wasn't that death row. It wasn't that doggy style Snoop Dogg that we all fell in love with. When B Please comes out or Bitch Please comes out and X to the Z is on it, that was the time that I was like, oh shit, Snoop is back. Even though it feels like an exhibit record. And I know that was on Snoop's album, right. but... Mr. X to the Z exhibit. Like, that's There's an exhibit record. Oh, right. and B Please 2? Come on, with M? Yeah. Come on, man. It's ridiculous. But I, I can't not have an exhibit top five and not put B Please in it. You know, I think I agree. fantastic record. Now, we have the exact same number three record. So I'm going to let you speak on that one, bro. <clears throat> that's right. What you see is what you get. So off that 40 days and 40 nights that's the one where they had the crazy visual if i'm not right i feel like it yeah changed. they changed like they changed hip-hop and how they was doing music videos after this one. bro the video was sick as fuck it was like that walk through the that neighborhood one long shit. shot yeah one long shot you feel me 
Absolutely. I think that video and the far side, was it drop video where they recorded it like backwards, walking and they learned right. it backwards? I feel like those two videos were some of my favorite videos. Um, maybe like the first 10 years that I was into hip hop. I love the video to what you see is what you get, bro. So sick, dude. So we each have two picks left. Uh, I'm just going to spoil it now. We do agree on our top pick for our exhibit. So um, number two, we have different choices. Once we get to number one, we're just going to agree to it together. Okay. Your number two record and my number two record are off the same album. Exhibit's hey, honestly, first album, At the Speed of Life. I can interchange these two for my two. Like, right? I like what you pick, yeah. I, can go I like what you pick one. too, bro. <laughs> Right. But I'm gonna yeah, let you start it with with, with your record. Yeah, this is that foundation I was speaking of earlier. And you just tell the really dope, dope, dope song to his son. You know what I mean? Matter of fact, his son raps now, bro. His name's is Trey Capital, right? bro. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's gotta be in his mid twenties. Yeah, he's going up Late twenties, early thirties, like. Right. And he looked just like his daddy, bro. Is that right? Yeah. So you probably can guess my number two song if you know, know that album. At the speed of life, uh, the visuals for this were dope too. Yeah. The sound of this though, man, this is hip hop. Right. This is L.A. This is West Coast. This is art. This is music. Right. Uh, the production, uh, the hook. It, it's ridiculous, dude. Exhibit State Versatile. We're living about a lifestyle. So, my number two, Paparazzi, maintains number two, was Foundation. Both of those records are on Exhibit's first album. And we almost decided to talk about that. Uh, but just the significance of Restless. I'm getting some messages or some shit on here. For See, sure. I forgot. I got to put that on Do Not Disturb. Just okay, okay. Hey, All right here in the middle, though, we can talk about something dope about Paparazzi, right? Let's do so it. So that was a super dope record that X put out, right? Yeah. There was also certain people that had their feelings about his song, you feel me? But later on, they come back together. So I don't know if y'all know who the outlaws are. You better know who the outlaws better fucking know if you're listening you to know the fuck podcast and yeah. you don't fuck with the outlaws uh that's cool we're gonna do it lightly uh, sure. invite you not to fuck with us <laughs> yeah for sure so Edie has some bars for exhibit at one point you feel that's me? right that is right. right but then the last like i don't know like two three years you feel me the outlaws put a new project out and one of the first singles was a record with exhibit so it was dope to see how people grow and shit become full circle with this shit you know, you even touched on that last week when we were talking about the loonies and brotherhood and just how, you know, when you can circle back, when you can come back together and, and I'm not saying like exhibit and, and ED, like, cool, but I'm saying when you can put foul shit behind you and as men work through those things and it's right. not necessarily you got to be homies, but you can just live in a place of peace and respect. Um, you do your thing, I'm going to do my thing, but then to even... Take it a step further and say, let's work together, you know? Right. That that's for their culture and, shit. That's for hip hop. That's for the culture. Yeah. That's that's teaching all of us uh to be better men. And I salute them for doing something like that. That's fantastic. Exactly. All right, so we're gonna talk about our number one record right here. Um uh -oh. God damn, this record is so dope. And you know, know bro, like we should be it, like biased. Uh, I'm like, biased. I already like said if it they earlier. know us, you feel me, they know we're biased, but it deserves why we're it deserves it. About. It deserves this it. record. Yeah, it's one Tell of them bro. ones. Um, my big homie, Rick Rock on the production. It's featuring Dr. Dre. Now, mind you, Dr. Dre did not produce this record. He raps on the record, mm -hmm. and like Dre fucking grabs his nuts and flexes mm -hmm. on the industry on this record on some like I am that guy. I'm that right. eight-figure dude. Um, and X absolutely fucking dismantles his verse. And the hook and the production. So I've had the the honor and privilege of getting to be around Rick Rock making beats. 
and seeing him work on the MPC back at the compound in Sacramento. Uh, I still follow him on uh, IG and Facebook, and I love all all the shit that he does when he'll just take a little beat right now or some sound and just fucking go with it. Uh, I think he's the greatest producer in hip-hop. I may be a little bit biased. If you don't know Rick Rock, I mean, you're not cool. I'm just saying. Don't his say, name, don't say you his love name belongs up there with Rick Dr. Dre and Timbaland and fucking Period. Pharrell. And, like, he is that producer. I'm sorry. And all those people will tell you that if you got the balls. You know ass. what I'm saying? He's that Absolutely. Guy. So this record, and I know Rick went and worked with Dre, like, right. overnight and learned some shit from him and uh, shared some of those stories with us in the Federation on on what that experience was like working with Dre. Um, I love that they made it a single. The video was sick as fuck. Um, but so there was a little time where Rick had like this old fucking record of like, not like some disco, um, like classical shit, but it was like some funky old synthesizer shit that he would listen to and sample and fuck with. Or get inspired by, and like he did, he kind of used that shit like on um I think what if I had a gun with Underflow and Twister, uh on right. the Federation album, um but kind of a similar thing, but the the this shit is some classical fucking like Beethoven Mozart shit. One hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Which you don't get in hip hop. And then the drums come Why in. Why his name the way his like, name? Hold on. Bring it back. And X is like, time to snap out of it. And like, come on, man. Come on. Time to snap out of it. Welcome to the Welcome real world. Welcome to the real world. Like Hitchcock flip. Stick to the script. So, um, I fucking love this record. I fuck with Exhibit. Maintain fucks with Exhibit. But this symphony in X major featuring Dr. Dre, produced by Rick Rock, is such a fucking banger. It's so dope. It is it is timeless fucking classical West Coast hip-hop fucking slap. And I love it. I don't know what Here. else I can say about that record. Any it's an amazing thoughts? record. <laughs> right? It's just amazing, bro. It just, you know, we say things that even might sound like we repeating it and I'll say the feeling, but come on. He can play that again right now in the background. It's going to go, and you just feel like you're in a different place. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Even how Dre, even Dre's verse was on another level than Dre throw verses sometimes. You know what I'm I saying? I love when Dre was like, uh, pick it up, read the credits, who you thought it was. 20 years in the game or whatever he said. Constant, constant buzz. buzz. Pick a year, any yeah. year. See how hot I was. <laughs> I think Same you told shit. Still don't give a your, fuck. I think you said, uh, give me your whole budget or something on that record. You got yeah, a fuck version. Uh, yeah. I'll get down on it. Yeah. Give me budget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, Dre was flexing yeah. on that. And for Dre Super to be hard. like, I want to rap on somebody else's beat. That it has It has to speak to somebody like Dr. Dre. Like, he's not just fucking rocking on oh, fucking Joe Schmo's little fucking shit that he made on his little laptop. Like, Dre, come on, man. I mean, he's the king, man. I mean... And Rick Rock is the Northern Cali king of slaps. And there king of slaps, man. Salute to the motherfucking king of slaps, Ricky Rock, man. Hey, you made a dope record kind of inspired by Exhibit. I want to play it. We'll come back. We'll finish up this episode. Switch gears, hella fresh check my gear, been fresh hella years. Cause I've been rapping for hella years. Smoking for hella years. Dead one still here. I'm rare, hear me crystal clear. Candles on the ground, LLSK. Long list, street knowledge, ain't it alright? We all go too soon. Sitting in a four corner room, tripping out like I'm gone off shrooms. To tell you the truth, mortality is fucked up. You might go to sleep and never wake up. Blessings of bad luck. Every time I wake up, world still fucked up. Probably never change. I switch lanes in the late night, talking to the dead homies and God, this shit ain't right. This shit insane. Didn't have Mary Jane. I lose my way. Still ain't got a queen. It's more than wordplay with me when I say what I say. Hope it's therapy. Each week, Wednesday, whatever day you get it, I spit it, I'm in it. Last 40 days, 40 nights, 
trust is like a zip in me and with your phone the mission hella gives vision unfolding right now if you ever doubted man don't reach out now it took you hella years to catch my style i take the blame for everyone who ever did me foul still can't slow me down on my own marathon can't catch up now it's the middle of the night restless mind ain't right reaching for the dbs tray why they do me that way i ain't never ever changed to the same oh oh maintain it's the middle of the night restless mind ain't right reaching for the dbs tray why they do me that way i ain't never ever changed to the same oh oh maintain young og it's the motherfucking hella years podcast that song called Middle of the Night. My brother maintained right there. New School Inc. Produced by the big homie Domino Den. Bro, fuck. God, I love this shit, man. I feel like we just hey. having fun every week, man. That's literally all we doing, bro. It's great, dude. I've been I love having it. a lot, having hella fun, bro. Fuck you. Play it again. <laughs> <laughs> Switch gears, hella fresh, check my gear, been fresh, hella years. Cause I've been rapping for hella years. Smoking for hella years. Dead ones still here. I'm rare, hear me crystal clear. Candles on the ground, LLSK. Long list, street knowledge, ain't it alright? We all go too soon. Sitting in a four corner room, tripping out like I'm gone off shrooms. To tell you the truth, mortality is fucked up. You might go to sleep and never wake up. Blessings of bad luck. Every time I wake up, world's still fucked up. Probably never change. I switch lanes in the late night, talking to the dead homies and God, this shit ain't right. This shit insane. Didn't have Mary Jane. I lose my way. Still ain't got a queen. It's more than wordplay with me when I say what I say. Hope it's therapy. Each week, Wednesday, whatever day you get it, I spit it, I meant it. Last 40 days, 40 nights, rest is like a zip in me and with your phone to mission. Hella years, vision unfolding right now. If you ever doubted, man, don't reach out now. It took you hella years to catch my style. I take the blame for everyone who ever did me foul. Still can't slow me down. On my own marathon, can't catch up now. It's the middle of the night, restless mind ain't right. Reaching for the DBS tray. Why they do me that way? I ain't never ever changed to the same. Oh, oh, maintain. It's the middle of the night, restless mind ain't right. Reaching for the DBS tray. Why they do me that way? I ain't never ever changed to the same. Oh, oh, maintain. Young OG. Domino Dent on the production. My brother. Maintain on the flow. It's called Middle of the Night. That shit is fantastic, man. Hey. Hey. Well done. Appreciate that, brother. Man. Thank you. So we're also going to throw those uh, records that Maintain and Domino do up on the Helly Years YouTube page. And then we'll get that over on Maintain's page as well. We're just getting started, so if you're listening, you made it this far in, one, thank you. But two, head on over just YouTube, and then uh, in the search, type Hella Years. You'll see the page. Hit the little subscribe, man. We're going to start hitting us up with this video shit, man. Uh, Do I'm the really same excited, thing man. with Maintain, too. Go to YouTube, put in Maintain 916. Nice. And you get there. There it is. So September 7th, we're launching live on YouTube. We're just going to hang out, do what we do for the podcast, but also uh, invite y'all to interact with us. Uh, you know, that was the one thing that I've not struggled with, but not the biggest fan of when you record a podcast. It's great fun, but you don't really get the interactive element that we used to do in the radio where we take phone calls and we talk and we play you know, requests and all that kind of shit. Um, I miss that, and I, I, I'm excited that we're going to have an outlet to do that on the show. Uh, so again, September 7th, we're broadcasting live, 8 p.m., Wednesday nights. That's the plan. It's going to be fantastic. So I, I hope you tune in. I hope you check us out, and I hope you interact with us. It's going to be live. It's going to be great. Uh, what do you got planned for the rest of the week, Maintain? What do I got on my mind, bro? I think I'm going to run out to the Bay. Last week, I got a couple uh, trips around on the bike, went out with my brother, did another couple, three, four miles by myself, little baby steps while I'm building my bike. Hey, I did get to do that today, though, bro. 
Well done. Went to the bike shop to check on my build, picked out some parts. So I'm getting excited. It's about three weeks out. Yeah. We got so this weekend, pictures. I'll probably run to the bay or something, man. Excellent. So when that when that bike is done, man, make sure we, we shoot it up so we can post that on a gallery and share everybody uh, for sure. what you've been I'll doing. I'll create right some there. content and, uh, and we'll throw it on the, on the website for sure. Absolutely. Um, we've already been planning out the next few episodes. So just to give y'all kind of an idea of what's coming next week, we're going to give it up for Missy. We're going to super duper fly it out one time, take it back to 97 because right. I can't stand the rain. We're going to have a lot of fun talking about Missy and Timberland and just her impact on hip hop. And I mean, I may argue Missy may, may have the title as a queen, man. Like, like I give it up for, you know, Nikki and Cardi and a lot of these other MCs, but ain't nobody done it like Missy Elliott has done it. So we're going to talk about Missy next week. After that, when we do the live show on September 7th, don't tell them. Tune Don't in and then you can know what album. Don't we tell them. Don't tell them who we're gonna do. No. Oh, it's gonna we ain't even so gonna tell them nothing else after Missy. We are. You was already nice enough. Can't remember. Just keep tuning in. We are gonna keep, keep dropping tuning things. In. All on right. You. Fair enough. I will tell you this. After the first live episode, we are gonna give it up for Sacramento. Though we're gonna spend a couple for of sure. episodes giving it up for some Sacramento OGs. So that's what you get. For sure. And then uh, you do know that maintaining myself and a few of the other homies are going to be hitting up Wu-Tang on October 1st uh, at the Oakland Coliseum and Nas as well. So you may kind of have an idea what's coming late September, early October. Just trying to get the ones tomorrow to drop that match that colorway. You know, them ones dropping tomorrow, man. Yeah. Good luck. on Yeah. I I mean, you know, please wish me all the luck because you know how that shit. Hey, actually, I was talking to my 309 brothers earlier today about this because they're like, damn, Boots, you always be hitting on the sneakers app. And I don't. I I don't hit a lot of the time. But I do hit hit because I I do try almost every day at 7 a.m., right? And I interact on all the different shit that they put up. You know, you know, what am I wearing or, you know, the little behind the scenes shit. Right, you're interactive with the app. So I've heard that if you do that and you do actually participate, um, I don't know if there's any truth to it, but I I think it improves your chances. I think it's a good theory. It's a good theory. theory. I know I usually get the ones I want. Them threes and fours usually come my way. So I hit this morning. That's pretty big to say that. That you can usually get the shoe you want in today's sneaker market. That's yeah. This. We might want to go take his advice. At least try. I'm just saying, I got a lot of gotems. I put them up <laughs> on my gallery. Hellyearspodcast.com. I got the proof up there. And I'll show you right. on the shoe cam on the live video podcast. So make sure y'all show tune me. in for that. And again, thank you so much for riding with us. Maintain, as always, I appreciate you, my brother. Salute you know to you. Love, bro. It's for all sure. love, man. You have a fantastic night. I'm going to check y'all next week with my brother Maintain. We're going to have fun talk about Missy Misdemeanor Elliot. Man, it's all love. Hip-hop is hell.